This is Sheffield Live. Yes, hello and welcome. You listen to Sunday Sounds on Sheffield Live 93.2 FM with me, Luke Crofts. And me, Scott Brady. How are you doing, sir? Wow, it's been a while. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's been a long time, hasn't it? Yeah, well, we took we took a bit of a break for lockdown three, which feels like a long time, but that's because it has been a long time. I think it's been a, we've had about four months off, so it's been a bit bit of an extended break. But um, yeah, I feel a bit refreshed. Do you? Absolutely. Yeah, we've put our heads together, haven't we? We've come up with this new way of recording using technology. Um, yeah. We, yeah. Hopefully, uh, it sounded all right. Well, yeah. Oh, hopefully, hopefully you're still tuned in and you haven't thought, Christ, these two are back, let's go. Uh, I don't know what was on in our absence, but um, hopefully it wasn't better than what we've got for you today. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we've, got, um, we've, got, we've got six excellent tracks today. Um, I know we say that every week, or oh. every week we turn up anyway, but we have. Yeah, we're quite blessed with music, I think, aren't we? Uh, yeah, music. and yeah, and, and a similar trend to before... Um, well, if anything, we're getting even more submissions sent through. So bands are, are very busy during lockdown um, and recording, which is which is great. We just need the um, the industry to come back now, so they can start playing live again. I think that's what everyone's missing. Yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think it's possible for me to do any more this year because I've got gigs booked, tickets you know that's been postponed. I've got so many to do this year. Hopefully, they'll go ahead. Because I've not, I don't think. I don't think. I've got I think your problem will, will be remembering what you've, uh, what gigs you've actually got booked, um, knowing what your memory's like. Yeah, that is the main problem for me. Um, as you know, we've missed several gigs in the past, good ones as well. JFC at <laughs> Nanford at the Lebnall, like a pre-arena, uh, uh, like warm-up show that he'd got there. We were a big fan. Well, we still are big fans of Jason Manford, so we bought tickets yeah. to that, and then we just never even went. It were about several, yeah. several weeks after we realised. We should have gone to that, shouldn't we? Yep, we had tickets for here. We didn't go. Oh, dear. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, I know there was one Porridge Radio that um, I bought tickets for them. February, probably about 2011 or something, it was supposed to be happening. But that's been put back and put back and put back. Uh, and that's going to be happening in November, I think. next This November, yeah. I just, just so hard to keep on track of things generally. But with all this lockdown stuff, it makes it ten times worse. I don't stand a chance. <laughs> but anyway, but, ah. yeah. So who we yeah. got on the show tonight? To, uh, tonight, this, to this afternoon. Sorry. Uh, so we've got uh, music from Alisund, uh, Box Tellies, Crimson Peak, Jay Smith, Sinclair, and uh, Warrington Music. So uh, we're working our way around the world. Actually, we've got some uh, from as far as Finland today. Um, so yeah, and Huddersfield. And Huddersfield, so yeah, we're, we're, we're uh, spread far and wide, spread far and wide, and um, we're very lucky to have uh, our good friend Carl Maloney on the show later on as well, who um, is coming on to talk to us about what he's been doing during lockdown, and uh, Sinclair, of course, are um, a band which he manages, so it'll be nice to have a, a good old chinwag with Carl, he's yes, been busy will. doing podcasts and whatnot through the lockdown, so yeah. Yes, he's been keeping very busy. So we'll have a good chat, Gary, because he's a good friend of both of ours as well, isn't he? So uh, see how that goes. Yeah. Nice to get a guest on. I think it's the only. I think it's the second time ever I've had a guest on since I've been doing the show. 
Yeah, the last one will have been Alex Deadman, and that was a good couple of years ago. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, should um, we move on to track number one? Do you want, should we get that one out of the way and then we can crack on with the show? We've got oh, we've got a couple of new features as well, haven't we? But we'll be doing yeah. Well, today. we'll 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 tell you about that after after this uh, this first blast. Then so um, we're going to kick off with uh, Alisund. Uh, these are Bristol based. Um, it's the new single called Lightning, um, and it's uh, it's out next week. I understand that you are caught between a rock and a hard place, but did you really? Underestimate it Time has told you what it really takes Did it fall on deaf ears? How could you really underestimate it? Unknown denial feels like A safe space, a warm place For you to rest your weary thoughts in And I'm not saying it's not fine To be vulnerable this time moments in our
And that was uh, Lightning, the new single from Alison, or Ailson, as Scott calls it. I don't know which one's right. Could be either. Um, but that's out. Either way, it's out next week. Yeah, I like to call it Ailsund because I like my ale. But yeah, that's off their second EP, All Hail to Your Queen. Yeah, and uh, if you like what you heard, you can check them out. Uh, the website is uh, Ailsund or Alisund music.com a-l-e-s-u-n-d make your own mind up um and uh they've got a, a new ep planned for the spring which uh which is going to be called a thread in the dark i like that one yeah, cool video as well actually if you, if you get a chance to check that out um, <clears throat> no i've not seen the video but i will check that out i like looking at videos i'm interested in that type of stuff so we touched earlier on um a new feature that uh, we've devised for the show uh it's called guess the year fairly self-explanatory um, but Scott, you're going to, um, you've picked a year for the listeners to try and guess, and me actually, and you're going to drip feed us some clues throughout the show, aren't you? Drip so, feed, good word, yeah, good description. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to start off with a couple of clues, um, play a song, give you another couple of clues, another song, and then we'll reveal the answer. We'll pull back the answer, pull out the answer. All right, ready for clue number one? <laughs> yes, <laughs> let's right. do it. Right. Okay. This uh, this is the year my favourite shop to buy masking tape from, Screwfix started trading. Are you familiar with Screwfix and the beauty? Um, yeah. I mean, I know where my nearest Screwfix is. I, I don't know the. the I should you do it all times? And also, yeah. it was also the year that Trivial Pursuits was released into the wild, or to the public. The board game. The board game. Yeah. Trivial Pursuits and Screwfix started trading. Any yeah. ideas? Uh, none. None at so all. So that's a good start. You must have, you can, surely you can come up with something. Um, well, yeah, it's, it's a while ago, isn't it? It's not, it's not like in, in the last sort of 20 years, I wouldn't have thought. Okay. Oh, well, anyway, so have a think at home. Up. We'll play a song and then we'll come back and tease you with another, another couple of uh, questions. Facts. Tease indeed. Right, so... Um, shall we move on to box tellies then? So yes. these are the local lads. These are from Huddersfield. Um, and in this next track, uh, which is out now, they're taking a, an honest look at love and relationships. This one's called You Can't Fall In Love For The Sake Of It.
So that was Box Tellies, uh, brand new. You can't fall in love with the sake, for the sake of it. Um, they're on Facebook, uh, Instagram, Box Tellies. Um, I enjoyed that one, Scott. Yeah, I think, that was, I think that was probably one of my favourites, and it's a good lesson you can learn there. Um, I think we can all learn that you just you just can't fall in love uh, for the sake of it. <laughs> <clears throat> yes, that's that's true. Um, Right, so um, we're in well into lockdown three, um, but the, there's some light at the end of the tunnel. The, the, the papers were saying last week that um, they reckon we might be in the pub garden by the end of March. Um, that, that, that was more tabloid orientated. The, the real news was sort of a bit more cautious, but Boris has said that um, the next sort of relax, relaxation of the restrictions will be cautious but irreversible, which sounds quite good, I mm. think. Yeah, I mean, it's good to be in the beer garden, obviously, but will they be serving beer? Or, even well, open, yeah, or will was, they be even open? There but, was reports that the pubs might open but not serve any alcohol. What's the point in that? What's the Yeah, it's like opening the library but not allowing anyone to look at books. It's, stu- it's stupid. No, I, I don't... I guess it's just for food, but that'd be pointless, wouldn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. No, I, I'm yeah. sensing that we're getting towards the end of it now. Um, I don't, I don't, it don't feel like it's going to go on for that much longer. It feels like we're reaching the end, the crescendo. Can you call it a crescendo oh, a when word. it's a pandemic? I think, uh, like a grand yeah, finale, is it? Oh, I don't know. Okay, then. <laughs> I think, um, well, we'll find out more tomorrow. Boris is doing the announcement tomorrow, so uh, fingers crossed. Um, but it would be good if uh, sort of Easter weekend, the long weekend, we can, uh, you know, actually go out and do stuff because it's a bit rubbish at the minute the weather's you know the weather's warming up a bit now but we've had snow in the last few weeks haven't we which has mm. knackered things up a bit we've not even been able to go out for a, a run very much have we because it's been uh you know too slippy uh, well too slippy and too cold you know you, you shred your lungs open don't you yeah true uh, when it's like minus minus weather that's our excuse anyway yeah and uh it's hard work isn't it running so uh, that's my excuse <laughs> Yeah, and uh, I think, I don't know about uh, you guys listening at home, but uh, for me, the new going out has been getting a Domino's or getting a takeaway. It's That's been the highlight of the week. Which, last weekend, we ordered takeaway from Unit at, um, yeah. at, at Kellam Island, and it was the best thing I've ever eaten. But the best I, food yeah. I've had in this house. Yeah, now I was very jealous about this, because our, uh, our good friend James Hargreaves, um, who goes by the moniker of DJ1, he reviewed the top burger joints in Sheffield, didn't he? Um, which is available, he's probably still available on his website, uh, Sheffield Guide. Um, but uh, Unit were in his top five. And I remember saying, we're going to have to check some of these out. Yeah. Um, and, and we've obviously not got around to doing it yet. How was it? Would, it you, was would you recommend it? Absolutely fantastic, yeah. I mean, it was a bit on the pricey side. We got two burgers and chips, then we got mac and cheese. Then we, I, I couldn't help, I couldn't resist ordering the suicide wings, uh, which comes with a disclaimer because they're so dynamite hot. 
um, and I didn't eat more than one of them because it was just, it almost ruined my meal. But um, all right, so it was it was too hot then because sometimes you get them where they go, oh yeah, this is hot, beware, and they're like tame, aren't they? Because you're no. like you're top of the scale in terms of heat, aren't you? Well, I, I don't know if I, I won't. I don't know if I am or not, but I, I, I like I do like a nice uh, chilly heat. But yeah, they were really really hot. Um, I, I don't think uh, you'd have enjoyed them at all, to be honest. No, no, probably but, not. Heartburn Central, it sounds like. Meal for two, and it was like about thirty nine quid, I think. So it's a bit on the pricey side, but the quality yeah. of the food was top notch, and it was all nice and hot. Earlier on, uh, you read the first two clues for Guess the Year. And uh, they were the first year that, uh, or the year, should I say, that Screwfix started trading and Trivial Pursuit came out. So um, I, I don't know about you at home. I'm none the wiser. But uh, can, can I have two more clues before okay. we uh, go to song number three? I will reveal them now. Right. It also was this, the year that the first British nudist beach opened in Brighton. And this is a probably better clue for you. Travis, Trevor Francis signs for Forest in British football's first £1 million deal. Ah. Does that, uh, does that uh, allow you to guess? I, I think that was in the 80s, so that's narrowed it down to a decade, potentially, if I'm right. <clears throat> right, okay um, then. So have a think about that then, maybe while we play this next song? Yes, yes. And then uh, yes. I'll reveal two more clues. And then tell you the answer, and then hopefully. Yeah. And we've still, we've we've got we've got Carmeloni to come later on in the show. Warning, um, but yeah, warning, Carmeloni. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but uh, we're we're moving further out uh, in terms of the globe now. We're going all the way to uh, Finland, or they're coming to us, should I say? Uh, these are based in Helsinki. It's Crimson Peak, um, and uh, these are a bit bit bluesy, a bit seventies sort of influenced. And this one's about letting a fake person know you can see through them. I think we've all been there. Uh, enjoy this one. It's called Lies. Easy now, all of this attention is driving you mad. Careful now, what are your intentions? Tracking my defenses with a touch of your hand. Oh, the truth is a beautiful thing, but you hate its company. Your words are a thin disguise. Well, I've had enough, and I'm calling your bluff, cause you know you can't cover up your Get worse, time for you to change course 
Lies, Crimson Peak, um, the guys from Helsinki. I like that one. That, was, that one's out now. And uh, they've also got an EP coming out in the spring. Um, so if you like what you heard, you can uh, you can check that out. Um, they're on Facebook and Instagram, at Crimson Peak Band. They don't yeah. do Twitter. Don't yeah, know. I didn't think that one was going to finish. Oh, I see what <laughs> you did there. They're from Hel- Helsinki there. That was yeah, uh, very good. I couldn't wait to see that. Anyway, <laughs> good track. Thank you, lads. <laughs> yeah, great banter. Um, yeah, so uh, halfway through the show, uh, just about, uh, I've got Carmelona to come later on. Um, it was a bit a bit after the event now, but it was Valentine's Day last week, and a bit of a different one. Obviously, um, couldn't go out and have a meal or anything. But did you did you do anything anything nice for Valentine's Day? Uh, no, I made a nice. Well, I, I made a breakfast in bed thing, but it wasn't particularly, oh. it wasn't anything fancy. I, I saw some of my friends use uh, heart-shaped crumpets and um, ah, yeah, whisk yeah, things yeah. up like that, but I just she just had a sausage and egg sandwich. <laughs> oh, very nice. So, uh, but that, it, that's, it was that's great in every bed day. With, with a coffee anyway, so it were all right. And then um, we kind of, yeah, we had the, uh, the order from Unit, like I mentioned earlier. That was kind of all to do with it as well, but ah. we did down the Saturday night rather than... The Sunday, but yeah, very nice. Did you get up to anything? No, nothing. Well, it's a load of rubbish, mate. It's a load of rubbish. Agree. You should, you, you should do that every day of the year if you've got a party. You shouldn't wait for Valentine's Day. It's, it's all commercialised, isn't it? So you go out and buy a load of crap um, as a, as a gesture. Having said that, though, um, Nick did come back with a um, a damaged chocolate set, which was excellent, I have to say. So that was that was nice. How how badly damaged? I mean, it was only the box. The contents oh. were fine. Okay, because yeah. I, I know we're yeah. we're getting on in a minute. Carl, he's he's uh, notorious for buying the yellow stickers uh, in the supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I did see something actually. We'll, we'll probably we'll probably uh, let him let him justify that himself uh, when he comes on later in the show. But yeah, I know what you're going to say. Yeah, uh, Any, anything having... reduced. Well, that's why I was saying he'd have probably bought the damaged chocolates. But some of the stuff he comes back with, he's got like car track yeah. marks over the top of it where it's clearly been run over on a motorway, and he'll still buy it because it's got a yellow sticker on. 
But anyway, <laughs> well, I, I should say, you know, I, I probably didn't sound very romantic earlier, um, but it's we, we celebrate our anniversary the week after Valentine's Day, so we put more emphasis on that. And it's uh, six years this year, so it's a long uh, time. That is a long time. It's, yeah, um, yeah. it's, yeah, just over half the time you'd get uh, if you caught, got caught lying about where you'd been on holiday. <laughs> is, that, that, is that right? Ten years into yeah. it, you get. Oh, well, you can, oh yeah. You get. You could get. Yeah. So the um, the the vaccine hotels are all set up and running now, aren't they? For anybody coming into the UK. Yeah. I, do you know what? I did see that and I forgot. So if you lie about, so it, it's if you basically try and circumvent the quarantine, you get you can get up to ten years in prison. Is that right? Yeah. I think it's because they realised that posh people who'd got private jets could go on holiday and then just touch down in Gibraltar and then fly back in from Gibraltar. And then, where have you been? Just been to Gibraltar, mate. And then it, that was a way around it. Yeah. So, you have to be honest about where you've been to, to catch this. I don't think it'll affect us, to be honest, mate. But yeah, the, the super rich, possibly. Mm. Yeah, fair <clears> enough. <throat> right, so um, we better move on to uh, Jay Smith. Um, so he um, he was actually in a band called uh, Gypsies on the Autobahn. He was in that band since the age of 16, and he was the lead singer. But um, they've sort of gone the separate ways, and this is his debut single, which came out um, last week. Um, and this was uh, written for a friend who was going through a breakup, but of a tough time, um, to let them know that he was thinking of them. So that's that's nice. I wonder, so what, this happened is called... I wonder what happened to Gypsies on the Autobahn. I wonder if they got knocked over. I don't over. know. Maybe they got knocked over. <laughs> Somewhere in Germany, maybe. Yeah, yeah on the autobahn. Yeah, very good. Oh, forget uh, that. I shouldn't have. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, this one is uh, the, this This is his brand new first single released as a solo artist, and it's called I Am Sorry, or I'm Sorry. There's nothing sorry.
So that was Jay Smith, uh, the brand new single, um, Out Now, I'm Sorry. Uh, you can catch him on Facebook and Instagram, Jay Smith Music Official. He's on Twitter as well, Jay Smith Music, O-F-S-H. And uh, if you like the sound of that, his debut album will be released at the end of May. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Right, now um, it's time to introduce Carl uh, Maloney, our good friend Carl Maloney, to the show. How are you doing, sir? <laughs> Hello. Hello. You all right? Yeah, it's been ages, hasn't it? Hey, up, lads. You right. Hello. Yeah, Hello. it has been a long time. Well, let's just, um, before we start rattling, let's tell you who Carmeloni is and what you what you do. What you do. We need to know these things. Uh, what? I'm me. Uh, I, I run our... Thanks. I, Thanks. I, no, let's, let's play another track. <laughs> <laughs> I, I run RGM Magazine and just started managing bands. I know that's what you kind of want to talk about, but I'm writing some music and that. Correct. Yeah. That's... You're writing some music. Yeah, well, yeah. Why well, would I think I am? Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know that. I know you used to be in a band. Um, you, you've told yeah. us that story a few times. About, yeah, we had a really, really, really poor bass player. Yeah, but, <laughs> but now he, then he got a good job and uh, became very wealthy. Scott was the bass player. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, sorry. I see where you've just. I see just, what you mean now. Just yeah. for the sake no, of the listeners. But the uh, the RGM thing, you built that up from scratch, yeah. completely on your own, and that's hard work. Credit to you, and you've gone from pretty much are virtually no listeners to interviewing people like Sean Ryder, uh, Alan McGee, not Debbie McGee's partner. Uh, no. It's a different one, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, so you've you've it's snowballed for you, and uh, it is still snowballing, I believe, isn't it? It's it's doing all it's doing all right. I still want it to get bigger. I'm still quite ambitious with it. I just. It, it started off as a bit of a passion product, and I, I never started off wanting to run a music magazine at all. It's just naturally developed over time from having a, a website with my name on it when I started interviewing bands at Frog and Parrot in Sheffield to to turning into a magazine just quite organically. Really, it's been quite it's been quite good. Mm. Let's talk about that then, Scott. Uh, Carl, sorry, because uh, 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 Scott mentioned about um, you know reviewing bands and stuff, but. Obviously, at the minute in lockdown, it's a bit of a nightmare. So, how have you how have you been going on during the lockdown with all the restrictions and everything? What What do you mean by what do you think of, of what What do you class as being a nightmare? Well, obviously, like any live gigs have gone out the window. Yeah. Um, bands have, have struggled with you know making any sort of money or doing what they love. 
how has it been for you? And obviously, you got Sinclair on the go as well. How has it been for them? It's never it's never been busier for RGM. Um, it's only got busier during the pandemic. Bands are still wanting to release music. Bands are still wanting to yeah. do stuff. They just can't play live. The post I nearly swore then. Probably right as well. So. <laughs> So it, uh, for, uh, from RGM's point of view, we've lost income because we can't put on live gigs. That used to cover the cost of the magazine. But um, we, we do, we, we've done it the hard way, really. We, we want to offer a service with RGM because the, the whole market is saturated with poor blogs that are just doing it as vanity products, projects. And they're not offering a real... Uh, thought out music reviews and what we stretch out stretch out to do what we set out to do is basically offer a band a service when we review them and that sometimes includes constructive feedback in it and we do that for a reason we do it because we've got a purpose we want to help and support bands develop um so we do do it the hard way some bands don't appreciate that but what what's a guy do you know what i mean it's um yeah, exactly i know i always i always enjoy reading your stuff some of the you've got some really good reviewers aren't you and uh, some of the stuff that you do yeah uh, i really look and i also know that some bands when you reviewed them quite harshly or well fairly but if they're just not up to scratch yeah. then they, you get a bit of stick for that as well don't you because sometimes they can be like oh how come you dare reviewers like that we're better than that and stuff but it's just what it is isn't it yeah it's going to be interesting i'm interviewing the sherlocks tomorrow <laughs> and- <laughs> We've been quite critical of the last two albums on RGM, so it's going to be it's going to be interesting bringing that up because I'm not going to hide from that. I'm going to have a chat with them about it, and they might not even know I, anything about it. But you know, it's, I think it's important not to hide away from that and be honest about how we've been and talk to the guys about I, it. I think it's a really interesting um, dynamic that call because for me, um, you know, getting a bad review sometimes is what you want because that's. A, somebody's opinion, but B, how you react shows a lot about who you are as, as musicians and as people. But if you get a bad review, what's the first yeah. thing that somebody's going to do? They're going to go and check it out and see if it is as bad as this reviewer said it is. And yeah, if it, you know, I, if they like it, then great. A lot of bands are like that, and I respect bands that do just take it on the chin and um, yeah. just accept it. But a lot of bands just pretend it never happened and sweep it under the carpet like nothing's happened, but... So they're yeah. the people. They're in the hardest industry in the world, in the music industry, and they can't take a they can't take a review from one of our guys on RGM yeah. that's you know offered extra support where they're probably not used to it. It's because it's because the market's saturated with people just telling everybody they're great when they're not. Yeah. Um, so we've got to stand out for it to grow and be as ambitious as what I am with it. We need to be different, and that's our that's that's well our thing. Just just building on that then, so obviously um, RGM, uh, for those that don't know, you do a podcast, uh-huh. and uh, I, I was listening to one of the, it wasn't the latest one, it was the, the one prior, and it was where you'd had uh, another music um, blog call you out on social media about, yes. um, you know, the services that you, you were offering and how you went about it, and I thought that was really interesting because you ended up mm. just basically saying, look, why don't we just have a chat about this and, and yeah. you know, air each other's opinions? And you actually ended up coming to quite a good resolution. How how, how life should be, you know, well, share it, each other's opinion. The, and um, What's been great know, about this last uh, podcast series is that things have developed and changed. Our relationships changed over the last few weeks. And it's all yeah. documented on the podcast. It's great. 
yeah. a, a week after I asked her, she, she, she made a claim, Geo Blackman. She made a claim online that she'd had 40,000 people to her website in one day. So I, I, asked, her to, I asked her to prove it. Um, okay. And she, she's blocked me on all social media uh, <laughs> stations. That, that speaks wonders, I, I believe. <laughs> yeah, because well, I've called her out on it. I don't think she's. I don't, I don't think it's realistic to, to make claims like that. We, we probably get ten thousand people through it a week, and to get forty thousand in a day when it's a relatively small blog and she's not bringing out any content, it just didn't seem right to me. So I called her out on it. Uh, five minutes passed, and I got about three emails from her just saying what's up can't you just be happy for me and i'm just like well fair enough you know just you know i'm just calling out i don't it doesn't seem realistic so i called her out and she's blocked me since so i yeah. do talk, so, I talk about that journey on the podcast as well and because it's opened up quite a big like thought process in my mind about regulation and blogs because there's no regulation in blogs and that kind of stuff anybody can do yeah. what they want which is fine whatever um but on the last podcast the one that i've just just come out today the one with Alan McGee, I discussed my uh, result. I've been doing a lot of research on blogs and what they offer. Uh, so on the latest podcast, and it kind of ends that chapter of having this debate about blogs where um, I investigate what's going on and I tell bands about what to avoid and what to have a look out for on there too. Which Very is good. like a, uh, I don't know, it's quite, it's quite nice just to have an idea and see it through and document it throughout the whole journey of the idea. It's quite, it's quite interesting. So you can uh, you can check all that out on rgm.press. But um, let's move on to Sinclair. Um, so when did you um, start managing these guys now? It feels like a long time. But um, We, we went down to see them, didn't you? We, we went down yeah. to see them. Uh, yeah, we did. Uh, Sydney and Matilda. That was... Not quite. <laughs> Feels like it. It was. It was. Uh, it was in the summer, wasn't it? Because the lockdown had sort of relaxed and venues opened back up again. Is that right? I think. Uh, I, I had, I've had them on a few times in Manchester. They've they've always been like all right, um, but they had a rubbish name. They were called um, Assembly Point. So I'd, mm. just, I just. So I that. And I've I've always got on well with the lads. Ollie the singer's like always been quite always been quite like chatty with him and. Um, yeah, he, he likes it when I tell him how it is. Um, he yeah. appreciates that kind of, you know, open feedback and just discussions and that. So he said, "Do you want to do you want to manage us, Carl?" I'm like, "Oh God, I don't know if I've really got time, but go on then. Why not? You know, another string to the bow and all that kind of stuff." So it's been it's been over a year, I think, about, about a year, I think. No, it won't. I can't remember. I've got no idea. We'll say we'll say ten no months. We'll say ten months. Yes, yeah, just yeah, just call it ten months. Yeah, fine. Yeah, I've got no idea though. Uh, it feels like a lot longer. They're hard work bands. Um, yeah, and particularly in this time of day when all they want to do is just play live and they can't. They just sat at home twiddling their thumbs, frustrated and annoyed by that they just can't yeah. go out and play with the mates and just have a good time. So that that's been the biggest challenge. I'm just keeping them, trying to keep them positive, trying to keep them. Um, motivated really with the plan um, so the plan yeah. is just to bring out great music and build up a fan base and we've been trying to do that online they hate all the boring you know building up social numbers and all that kind of stuff but that's all I've been telling them to do in lockdown write music yeah and, and get ready for when and, things open back yeah, up yeah just, just be as though if, if you're not if you're not ready to fly as a band when everything opens again then you've and wasted your time yeah you've wasted your time and whenever when are you going to get all this time again 
So if you're not ready to fly by the time this pandemic ends and, and the doors open at venues, then then you've let yourselves down, really, I think. Yeah, because it's a shame, because some, some bands have just called it a day, haven't they, and just packed up all together, you know, thinking, well, we're not going to be able to play for ages and maybe it will just come into an end. Like Fling, I'll, I'll, the, the Bradford, Bradford oh, Lab. Can't, I know can't, what get, they, can't get an episode of Sunday Sounds out. We aren't mentioning them, can you, mate? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't mentioned Estron either yet, so oh, oh. I'll leave that. I'll leave that. He did mention uh, <laughs> he did mention Porridge Radio at the beginning. Scott uh, Scott did though, Carl. So oh, uh, yeah. we're, we're we're getting through the list. Flat music bingo every week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, listen, we we've got a we mentioned it earlier. Um, it was obviously Valentine's Day uh, mm. last weekend, and um, uh, I was. You're going to talk about my strawberries? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was. Yes, yeah. Scott oh, did yeah. say you're a sucker for the yellow sticker. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, oh, well, you said, can't go wrong, can you? I, I will walk it. I, I picked up two ponnets, two for uh, three quid. Thinking, all right, here we go. I, I, I eat strawberries every day for my breakfast. I like them. We're not some. You know, oh, healthy and that. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, what did you eat them with to try to be healthy and that? Walnuts. A and lead, no, it was a lead. Greek yogurt. A double. It wasn't Greek yogurt. It was double. Well, that would, extra that would thick for, cream. That was just for <laughs> Valentine's Day. That was a, 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 a oh, right. extra like treat. <laughs> you, usually in the morning, it's. Uh, I'll send you a picture later. Uh, like the yogurt that I usually have. Greek style uh, fat-free yogurt with walnuts and strawberries. Oh, okay. Lovely. Uh, romance is not dead. Um, uh, Carl, we we want to want to get your. I need to get your input. They were twenty so. pence. They were twenty pence each, by the way. So and how many did you buy? You buy fourteen pence worth of um, pure bliss, and half of them turned to mush instantly. And I'm, and I finished oh. them off this morning. Sorry, oh, I just thought the it. listeners need to know. <laughs> so, um, Carl, we've got a new feature uh, called mm. Guest of the Year, and um, Scott's teasers with uh, two sets of. Uh, two clues so um first clues we had were it was the year screw fix opened my and it favorite was the year shop that Which... trivial pursuit opened uh was released screw fix in sheffield or any screw fix screw fix was uh, started trading in, in general oh. and then the second set of two clues were it was the year that the first nudist beach in brighton opened and the year that Trevor Francis was signed for a million pounds. So that's where we're up to. Scott, do you want to give us another couple of clues? Okay. Well, have, you got, have you got any ideas of that before we carry on, Claire, Carl? Uh, tra- um, Trevor Francis is still on me because that's proper ages ago. I think I, it was I, the 80s. I, I was going to say 2004 to start with, but then now you've said Trevor Francis, I'm thinking more 90s. Is it 90s? Uh, okay. 90s. Eight. Let's see. Let's have the next. Na- uh, well, na- the find the ninety-three. The, the where fi- when Wednesday and United played each other, weren't it? So were it before or after that? Well, let's have the final two clues and see if that can narrow it down. Okay. Right. Well, uh, the last clue. I know for a fact Luke will definitely know this, but they will go with the first clue first. Thorpe Park in Surrey opened on this year. Boring. But this one is what Luke will know. This without any question. Is it James Bond? Yeah, it's a James Bond one. Moonraker is released in UK cinemas. Oh, easy. (laughs) Easy. You're weird. You're weird, Luke. But yeah, okay. (laughs) Um, Well, I'll I'll keep it to myself. Any any inklings, Carl? Oh, no. Moonraker's right old, isn't it? Like, proper right old. Yeah. Yeah. So, early uh, 90s. I'm still thinking of United on Wednesday played in... What, so what have United and Wednesday got to do with anything? 93, but I'm trying to think with Trevor <laughs> Francis, the manager of Wednesday then. 
No, Trevor no, Francis he was signed, signed as the player. Forest. Oh, was signed as a player. Oh, bef- well, that's miles before that then, isn't it? It's it, got to oh, be yeah. like 89. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't think you've been listening, have you? Trevor, Trevor Francis signed for Forest in British football's first ever £1 million deal. That was the clue. I wonder why you were going about Sheffield United on Wednesday. Yeah, oh, I did wonder. Oh, God. All oh, right. right. No, he, he didn't. Oh, yeah, I've got, I'm way off. I weren't listening. Listen, Carl, um, you, you're going to have to find out with the uh, listeners. Uh, not, not, not long to wait, but um, Carl, can you introduce uh, the next song? It's by Sinclair and it's the new single. Yeah, I'm starving. Sinclair, Sim Card City. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Carl. Always, always a pleasure. Always one kid we work for. Making money so we can pay. Tomorrow, today, and yesterday. Spent wasting away. One of the children got to aim for. An office job surrounded by dogs who are out for themselves and nobody else. Sim Card City, the uh, new single from Sinclair. Always good to have uh, Carl on the show, isn't it? And I, well, I think we got uh, a few words in there uh, just amongst Carl's ramblings, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, briefly. Yeah, I wouldn't say it was. Uh, it's always a pleasure to have him on the show, but it w- went all right this time. So uh, good to speak to him. Um, okay, so we better move swiftly on to the final song of the show, and this is um, a charity cover 
of Viola Beach's first single. Uh, it's the five-year anniversary of their uh, tragic car accident in Sweden. They passed away along with their manager, Craig Tarry. This is Swings and Water Slides. So that was uh, Swings and Water Slides, the charity single cover from Warrington Music. Go out and uh, stream and buy that, all for a good cause. 
It's a great track, isn't it? All recorded remotely from home as well, which makes it extra clever. Yeah, definitely. Um, right, so earlier on and throughout the show, Scott, you've been teasing us with some clues to guess this week's year. Uh, do you want to run through the clues again for uh, us? Will do, yes. Uh, the year my favourite shop, Screwfix, started trading. Uh, Trivial Pursuits is released into the wild. The first British nudist beach opens in Brighton. Travis Francis is the first footballer to sign for a million pounds. Thorpe Park in Surrey opens and Moonraker is released in UK cinemas. What was the year? I know you know it because you're a uh, James Bond nerd, as, as I like to call them. Yeah, well, I've been keeping track of all the clues to try and uh, work out what they are throughout the show. I didn't write the sixth one down. I just wrote the year 1979 because that's the answer. And you were bang on correct. I'd like to have known your thought process as they were coming in, the clues. I know the last one was a giveaway for you. but Yeah, well, I mean, I couldn't even hazard a guess until it got to uh, the Trevor Francis question. I thought that was the 80s, but uh, but yeah, uh, as soon as the Moonraker question came up, I knew 1979. But um, yeah, mm. hope you did better at home. That was Guest of the Year. But that's all we've got time for, I'm afraid. It's um, time to hand over to DJ Ski and his platinum plates. Um, if you do want to get your music into us, you can email sundaysounds at sheffieldlive.org or catch us on the social Sunday Sounds SL. But uh, yeah, enjoy the rest of your weekend. We'll be back next week. Have a Bye-bye. nice week. Bye.